All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, comment on the video below, hit the bell for notifications of new videos that go up, and of course, upvote the video. We'd appreciate that very much. Tim Thomas is here, and we finally get to talk about a win, Tim. Finally got it. Now, South Carolina... I think one of the big mysteries of the wor- um, world is like Bigfoot, and the other one is like the Himalayas Yeti, and the other is how did South Carolina beat Kentucky at Rupp Arena? That, that is the other thing that we can never know. They were hitting the shots. It showed some highlights last night during the, during the game in a couple places. And at halftime, I watched that, and they were hitting the shots. But against us, which was – I'm thankful – they did not hit their shots. They were they they looked like we had been looking, and of course uh, Matt Morrell he caught on fire and uh, he was the difference in the game. Yeah, Matt Morrell kind of played like we all expected Matt Morrell to play, but the team as a whole shot better last night. And and, and I don't want to keep bringing it up, but you talk about the weightlifting thing that may or may not be happening, but something like that just makes you go. Oh, Oh, okay, that's not something we've seen. Did something happen? You know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't <laughs> try to get that much involved and, and talk to Kermit on a regular basis. But I believe uh, possibly they quit weightlifting for the season. I mean, he, he was looking for anything. I don't know that. I, he was looking for anything to try to help. He might have called some of his buddies and other teams, but. Weightlifting during the season just don't work. It just don't work. The touch, three-point shot, man. It, you got a small hole there and a big ball, and and then inside, it, it, that's where you really see it because that's where I played. You, the little short, uh, not using back, backboard helps you out, of course, but the little shot right in front there where you see that people are having trouble, and and uh, that that makes the difference. When you you know when you weight lift the muscles, the way the way that works, uh, I ain't gonna break that down for you. But you know what I'm saying? It's just really hard to get the touch that uh, we gotta have, and you gotta have. And I, I honestly believe that's part of the problem. May not be all of it, but Matt Morrell, I was really pl- proud for him. Yeah. Uh, honestly, and for the team, it was a big win. Kermit was happy, and uh, several of those other guys, McKinnis inside, really looked good. Fourteen and ten. Really proud of him for the way he played. And uh, Abram did well. Codwell did well. They played really well. And uh, Ruffin is still sick. And they don't need Ruffin right now. Hopefully they'll bring back when he gets well. Hopefully he'll come back and maybe be a sixth or seventh man. Because right now, I think you brought this up maybe a month ago. What are we going to do when uh, Ruffin comes back? How is the team going to play? And that has some merit. You're, you're, you're right on that. I remember what you said. And it, it makes sense that there, there, there's been some problems, uh, different styles of play by the different guards. He's tried, he even tried Ty Fagan the other day, you know, Caldwell point guard. But Caldwell needs to be the number two. He, need, he needs to be two or three because him and Burrell and then my guy James White came through. He had seven and five, but he made some great plays, couple alley-oops to Morrell. Played within the system, played good defense, didn't make stupid fouls, uh, was on the floor getting loose balls. Uh, I believe he started. I believe he'll start again. I was glad that Kermit gave him a chance because he realizes that this guy has has an offensive mindset. He can really score. Yeah, and now after the win over South Carolina, Ole Miss goes to Fayetteville 
um, to the Bud Walton Arena. Um, I think that was probably after your time. You, you, whenever you were playing, it was the Barnhill Arena, if I'm not mistaken, right? I'm not, I'm not sure. We played uh, both places, uh, Fayetteville. We we played a one time in uh, Memphis at the mid old Mid South. Uh, that's when Sidney Moncrief was playing for them. So I don't, I've never brought his name up. I always try to throw a name in. But we uh, we played them there uh, in Memphis. I think they beat us there, but. They were really good back in those days. Scott Hastings had several guys is really good. But um, Arkansas will be a tough test. Like you mentioned they have a couple of better players uh, hurt. Uh, the freshman Smith and then another kid that uh, I think they got from Missouri, he's hurt. So that, we got a chance. It's a chance. If we can go up there and shoot well and keep playing our strong defense, uh, I think we got a good chance this Saturday, even though it's away. But we, we got a chance. So we can get, get a roll going here. I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, it's all about stacking victories at this point. You want to avoid we'll – start off where we are. We want to avoid Tuesday in the SEC tournament. You know, let's let's get to that next tier. And just – you do the best you can um, trying whatever role you could get on at the moment. But you've got Arkansas coming up. After that, um, who do they have? Uh, Missouri at home. Okay. And – you know, that's going to be a difficult game, but it is at least a home game. And if you could play well at Arkansas and somehow get that, you'd come home and have all kinds of confidence in the world um, against Missouri. Now, Missouri, I think, beat them three times last year, and Missouri had like eight wins. So I, I don't know. It's hard to say. But at home, if we're playing well, if we go out to Arkansas, uh, maybe beat them or at least play them close. You know, just play them close, keep the momentum going. Keep the confidence, as you've mentioned several times, the confidence is key. Uh, then come home and beat Missouri. Then we go out to Stillwater for the uh, Big 12 ACC Challenge, play Oklahoma State. And then we come back home and play University of Kentucky at home. So who knows? They're, they, they're kind of up and down. I saw them play last night. They were really good. And the game before, I know they played pretty good. But they, they're, they're up and down, too. They're, they're, they have issues of uh, – Offense is challenged too at times, but the inside guy he he took over and shut that game down against Georgia last night. Yeah, I think he went for like thirty and twenty in that game. Some some yeah. some like nineteen sixties stat line. Um, he he nearly went pro last year, but Kentucky actually could pay more than first round money. He was making more nil. Let me speak of this real quickly. Okay, for Ole Miss basketball to be ultra, you know, successful, like a Kentucky or like some of the guys up, up to top North Carolina do, we got to go for five-star guys. We can't go for three-stars, uh, nearly four-stars. We got to go for the five-stars. We might not get them all, but if we can get two or three every year, that's the kind of NIL money that we got to have. And you talk about it in football. Kiffin just got the, the Walker Howard guy. You know, that's awesome. That's really awesome for the program. Ole Miss need to get those strategies. They need to try to get those strategies. I think he does, but if we raise the NIL money, and that's what it's all about, as you well know, money is what it's all about. And in the Bible, it talks about the love of money is the root of all evil. So the players, the pavilion is beautiful. Manning Center is beautiful. But when them boys come in and talk, those guys come in and talk to Lane or Kermit, they're talking about dollars. They talk about money. Just like every day we're trying to make money for our family or for our kids and scholarships and whatever. They want money. So Do-Re-Me is what talks in NIL. And if we can get some more Do-Re-Me, we can get uh, more and better 
basketball players, five stars, and then we'll then we'll, we could be up with the other guys. But only then. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that um, the Grove Collective, I th- maybe it was one of the Barstool guys, I saw a Twitter thing come across to where they have a program for $10 a month. You can av- uh, they, A college student can invest in the Grove Collective. I think it's like 21 if you're an adult or an alumni or something like that. But the more people they have, you know, honestly, we joke about it, but Clemson, way back in the day, figured this out before anybody because of IPTE, which stands for, I think, I give 30 a year. And that's all it stands. And they just get $30 from like a large alumni base, a large group. And that helped them fund fantastic facilities over in Clemson, South Carolina. But it takes wins. Mm-hmm. It takes wins. And Kermit knows that. You know, we know that uh, the football team was going so well, you know, all of a sudden, woo, went down and they lost a little momentum. And, you know, recruiting was down a little bit. But now it's, it's jumping up a little bit. With Pete Golden, uh, as you talked about on your uh, podcast with the football guys, that he's he's really about mo- momentum, and it had to happen. The mm-hmm. defense, the key to successful championship. Same with basketball, and Kermit's got the defense. He's, he has that down pat. It just I'm not going to refute what he did, but he went out and got four portal players that are great defensive players. But it would really help if at least one or two of them could score. And McKinnis came through last night. I, I, we see him be more consistent. Akube, occasionally he'll hit a few. And, and the other guys, Mabala and, and even Robert Allen inside, they're just uh, they're just liability on offense. So if we get one of those guys, if we can find one every game, have those four that can score just a little bit, 14 to 10, that was awesome. It was a difference in the game. We talked about Morrell, but you need to have an inside presence. For the outside shot to be open, to an extent, playing passes around really quick. If you got an inside presence, it makes a big difference. Yeah, the basketball in, in one aspect really hasn't changed. Inside out has always been um, the it, open in basketball. It's always been a play. You could probably go back to Bob Cousy, and um, he ran inside out plays up in Boston. You know that that doesn't change, but you have to have that inside presence in order to get people to collapse down. Yeah, I'm not even that old. Everybody thinks I'm old. I'm not that old. I'm 62 on a good day. Uh, I want to say one quickly. Wes Neighbors, as you talk about the football section, I know we're not supposed to talk about that, but he's from right here nearby me. I'm, I'm Decatur, Alabama. He, he was from Huntsville, Alabama, played there. So he, he's a guy I know about, followed his career at Alabama and so forth. But going back to basketball, there's a chance at Arkansas. There's a mm-hmm. chance at Missouri, a good chance. There's a good chance that it's still water with Oklahoma State. And then would it be nice to be Kentucky here at home in the in the new pavilion? So we got two or three games there I think we can win. Maybe two out of four, maybe three out of four, hopefully at least one out of four. But if we can get a couple of wins in there, get a little momentum going, get on the roll, um, maybe we, like you said, maybe we can uh, – not have to play that first game in an SEC tournament, which is coming quick. You know, we still got several games left, but that's what several games in the bottom they're trying to keep from having to play that first day. Yeah, th- this team needs momentum. They need confidence. Um, obviously, you know, I always I describe them. Anybody that asks about them, they're front runners. They're really good when everything's going well, but whenever they get hit in the mouth and they face adversity, they don't do a good job. They don't have that person they can lean on. Um, to get them out of the funk. 
So hopefully Matt Morrell can become that guy that we all expect him to do. And this game against South Carolina kind of becomes the impetus because honestly, if he is a more than serviceable player, just an above average player with the defense that this Ole Miss team plays, they're going to be dangerous as this season goes on. Now I'm not saying they're going to win nine out of 13 games or something like that, but this is going to be a team that people are going to be afraid of as far as if we don't bring our best, they can get us. Well said. Um, at the end of the games against uh, Tennessee, end of the game against Georgia, as we talked about, we had a chance to win. So if Morrell hit two threes on either one of those games, we would have won those games. You say, well, Tennessee's good and Georgia's good. They got a great record. All we needed was two threes from Morrell or Abram, anybody. Just a couple of shots. And that's what we failed to find this year. And hopefully Morrell's on the road now. I hope he is. I know Kermit, I could tell he'd lost some hair from last year. I tell he'd been pulling his hair out. But if we can get Morrell, James White, Abram, Caldwell, some help inside, Things could look up, but that, that's what we would we missed that person at the end. Who do we go to? Well, Morrell, well, who 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 else is out there? He's not shooting well. He was what six or whatever for 40 something for a while. Terrible percentage, you know, for your best uh, three point player. But hopefully we got momentum from last night. Hopefully the confidence uh, is back somewhat and we go up to Arkansas and have a great game. Yeah, just a silly stat that people don't even care about. Uh, Morrell shot better from three than at the free throw line um, the other night. Yeah, that, whatever. I, couldn't that. I don't know. We missed several in a row. I said, what are, we, what are we doing here? We were ahead like by 12 or something, and it seemed like, wow, do you guys really not want to win? What are we? But they'd lost focus. They got ahead, and they're not used to it. The yeah. end of the game, last two minutes, they, they'd lost focus, and they were up there just kind of clanking them up there. They wouldn't focus and taking his time. You see Burrell takes his time. He's shooting the best in the SEC, I believe, his free throw average. But it was a win. Regardless, they'll work on that. I'm sure Kermit wanted something bad to talk about. I'm sure he talked to him about missing the free throws. So hopefully with a few practices, if we go up to Fayetteville and have a good game and hopefully win that, that would be be good. Yeah, the one thing you see from this team is that whenever things are going poorly, they hope the shot goes in. They don't think that the shot's going in. The The confidence just isn't there. You see them throw it up, and they're just hoping that it goes in. And yeah, I don't think you can do that at high-level college basketball. Even in the pros, mm. most of the big guys, uh, Kevin Durant, even the taller guys, they're expected now with the pro game to go outside and hit a three. That's just mm-hmm. that's just the way it is. So now it's come down to the college game. If you're a big guy, you know, you're expected to hit the three. They have very little inside presence. There's a couple of guys that still do it. But in NBA, this dropped down to the college level. You're expected to hit the three. So if you don't hit the three in these days, any anywhere, all the guy, all five positions, it's it's really helpful to hit a three. But it, it's definitely helpful that like we talked about the inside presence, someone inside has got to take over and do do something. He's not starting Miles Burns. He thinks he's going to use him as a six guy now. So that, that might work out because he's a, 
James White is a much better offensive player. So we'll see how it goes. But I have I have good uh, feelings about it. Uh, a little momentum. Uh, you could tell in their faces and, and the interviews. They interviewed Matt after the game, and you could tell he was feeling good. So if he if he gets on the roll, if he gets on the roll, Arkansas, watch out. All right. Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. It's Locked On College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Tim, thank you very much for stopping by. Let's do it again next week. Hopefully, we can get the W in Fayetteville. And then, um, get ready for the Missouri game. I guess the next time will be after Missouri when we talk. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I'm ready for two more wins. Everybody get on the roll. Everybody feel good about themselves. The football team gets about four or five defensive uh, portal guys and uh, hotty toddy. All right, hotty toddy, man.